Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Hello and welcome to Headliner Radio, where we're delighted to be joined by London-based artist Elisa, who recently released her self-titled debut EP and is set to play her first headline show in London on May the 3rd at the Courtyard Theatre in London. Um, Elisa, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you and whereabouts in the world are you joining us from? Hi, Dan. Thank you for the intro. I'm super excited to be joining. Um, I'm based in London, so not too far from you. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm based here and um, super excited about the show. Amazing. Well, uh, thank you so much for uh, for taking some time out of your busy schedule to, uh, to have a chat with us. Um, tell us a little bit about how 2023 has been so far for you. You know, there's the you've had the EP launch, um, obviously the headline show coming up next month. What What is the beginning of the first sort of quarter of, of 2023 look like for you? Yeah, so I guess 2023 was kind of an important time because I was wrapping up to release my debut EP in February. So in January, I dropped one of the last singles before the full EP come, came out. Um, so yeah, it was kind of, um, it was preparing for, for the whole 2022. So it was an important start to the year, but also exciting to finally put the whole project out. So um, I like starting the year like with something that's exciting and gives me motivation to then do other more exciting projects throughout the year. So yeah, that was one 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 um, important thing that happened. And then obviously around that, there is my first headline show um, in May at the Kocha Theatre, which is something that I'm preparing for. And I am super excited because it's my first one. I haven't done a headline show yet. So yeah, it's all really exciting. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> I mean, can you tell us a little bit about the, about the EP? You know, what's what's the journey been up to the point of releasing this EP? You know, is, is this something that has come together, you know, kind of over the past year or so, or is it something that kind of extends back further than that? Cause I know that you were writing songs and, and, you know, uh, creating before, before COVID hit and, and all of the, the chaos that ensued there, you know, what's been the journey up to, to the release point of, of this EP? <laughs> yeah so this ep is like the collection of songs written over the years like even even back to like five years ago so i started writing and putting together a lot of my songs from like when i was doing uni when i was just starting trying to learn about more about songwriting getting into like a bit of production so i feel like this whole ep is like the great reflection of the adulthood, the early 20s and growing up and just kind of learning about life and learning about myself. Um, There's a lot about like relationships. There's a lot about like fun friendships, like parties. There's a ballad. Um, So I feel like it's it's not something that I've written like super recent, but there are songs, there are recent songs and there are older songs. It's like a kind of, a collection of songs to show how I, I've grown up in a way. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's really nice to finally put this kind of close this chapter and start writing like fresh music and start like a new, new, um, new phase in my career. Like it's, it's been like a long process of putting it all together and also 
certain things like COVID delayed the whole release. And I feel like I've been waiting for, for this moment to just put it all out and sure. finally like perform live. So I'm excited that it's, it's done and yeah, I'm moving on. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's really interesting. I was, I was going to ask if it feels like a little bit of a, a you know, a drawing of a line, uh, you know, f- for a certain part, you know, f- for that, you know, early formative part of your career. So you can kind of go, okay, that's, that's everything that I've been, you know, living through and experiencing and documenting during that point. And now it's like, okay, clean slate moving on from here. And it's a bit of a springboard, you know, the EP's out first debut, uh, sorry, first headline uh, performance. Then it's a case of, okay, clean slate. What happens next? Is, is it, as it felt like that, the, the start of this year? Yes, absolutely. And I feel like I've been wanting to have this for so long, like that moment when it's like, okay, what is next? But I feel like I can sometimes overthink and I take my time to decide on like the dates and release. So I feel like I'm glad it's finally decided and it's done. And there's like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I have so much more like new ideas and like, I feel, I feel slightly different than I felt when I started writing the first songs of the EP. So I feel like I've also grown and I'm just ready for a new chapter. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. I was, wondering if you could talk us a little bit through your creative process and and how that has uh, perhaps changed or evolved since you first started writing music or whether it you know whether you have a, a, a particular way that you like to do things that just works for you and you like to get in a particular zone you know how does it how does the creative process look for, for you yes I believe as many artists have different ways how they write or when they write best like I obviously have sessions with producers and other writers and other artists and that's one like collaborative way that we make music and then sometimes it's like starting an idea from just our conversations or sometimes it's me bringing like a lyric idea or a melody idea into the room and then building on that but then Recently, I've been doing a lot of writing on my own, which is kind of a more personal and more like an intimate writing session where I'm just like letting it all out and there's no one to kind of change or add to the lyrics or to the melodies. And it's just solely me, which is also like fun to listen back to the songs that have been written with others. And then the songs that have been written like just by myself, I find it very interesting and it's mo- it's mostly that when I write on my own and um, there's no one out there, it's more, it's kind of more raw. And then when I write with others, it's, it's, it's a bit more polished and a bit more, in a way, stronger maybe hooks or stronger melodies because there's a lot of great, talented writers there. But it sometimes can be less personal. But I love both. And I think you should be able to do both. Um, but yeah, the kind of the process really never ends because I always like, even if I'm walking, I write down like lyric ideas or melody ideas. So I always have trying to catch those moments when I'm inspired because that's the best time when you have the best ideas. Yeah. So I always make sure that I make note of that idea because I believe in this theory that if you don't like, take action it goes to somebody else yeah. i truly believe in that idea so i'm like i need to make a note or record it's mine yeah. <laughs> so yeah okay cool i mean you know with collaborations do you have certain ways that you prefer to collaborate do you like to kind of be in a room in a studio with someone kind of 
playing with ideas kind of on the cuff? Do you prefer to sort of do, you know, more remote collaboration, you know, emailing ideas back and forth? How, how does the, the kind of perfect collaboration mm. look to you? Yeah, I think the perfect collaboration would be meeting the perfect match. Like obviously you, you meet people and you, you have the same energy or you vibe with the same, you have the same page or that's a great start when you just like connect with the, the person because you have to otherwise it's a bit difficult to work together so that's important uh so definitely not remote (laughs) it has to be like in person and then i think it's always great to start with like a good like maybe chord progression or like a strong kind of a basic songwriting um like a bass because i believe that if 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 the very stripped back version of the song works then you can really build a great song with production so i think yeah, like cool chord, chord progression, a great kind of idea and theme, and then it it, it kind of goes from there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Do you, you know, how would how do you seek out other collaborators? Do you have other artists or producers that are kind of on your radar that you approach and look to to collaborate with? Are there, you know, are there particular ways that that you go about reaching out to and and finding other people to work with musically? Yes, definitely. I mean, I have a few people that I really enjoy working with. So I keep on like, you know, in in contact and I keep on um, planning work with them. But then if there's someone that I haven't worked with before, but I like their music or if I discover their music on Spotify or YouTube, um, I'm always like happy to reach out to those people and then, um, yeah, then you always find out in the first session whether it's something that you both enjoy and it's going really well, or sometimes it's just not the right team or per- like it's not nothing personal. But sometimes it just it just doesn't. You have very two different personalities and different ways you work. So it, yeah, it's just trying and yeah. meeting new people. Okay, that's interesting. I, you know, I think that it seems increasingly so that. That, that that kind of newer artists uh, are collaborating you know with others perhaps more than than ever before even if you look over the past 10 years say i feel like mm-hmm. that idea that even if you're a you know a solo artist that idea of finding other producers songwriters performers whatever it may be there's so much more of a uh collaborative nature to uh to writing and releasing music these days i'm always kind of curious to see how people go about seeking out those people because it feels like everyone's kind of looking to collaborate and exchange ideas with other people so yeah it's just quite interesting yeah i agree it's true um i think it's nice that it's more accessible now and you can kind of more easily reach out to someone than maybe five ten years ago you wouldn't be able to know how to get in contact with them Mm. so in that way it's great but also i feel like it's just knowing what is like your style and how how that would complement your music or maybe something actually totally opposite, like crazy collaboration with two different mm. artists and two different styles. Like it, it's nice that, yeah, it's more, it's more collaborative, which I also enjoy. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I was, I was hoping you could tell us a little bit about your, your origins as a songwriter, you know, kind of going right back to it, you know, even to your earliest memories of music, what, you know, do you have a, any particular memories um, of when you first kind of discovered that 
that kind of passion for music, even if it was before you started writing or creating music, but just a point where it felt like, okay, this is, this is my thing. This is, you know, this is my calling. If, if you like, you know, what, what's been your, your background in, in music and, and, and up to the point where you started seriously writing and, and releasing music? Yes. So I definitely remember um, always having this like crazy obsession with like singing and wanting to be on stage and wanting to like kind of come up with stories. Like I always, I always listened to music when I was um, quite young and I had like my favorite singers like um, Michael Jackson, Jennifer Lopez, like Mariah Carey, Christina Aguilera. I would always like just close my, my room, put on the music, trying to learn the lyrics and like perform and learn some cr- crazy choreographies. Yeah. So I feel like that was just like an early sign that I really loved the whole idea of like music and performance. And even though I was a bit of a quiet and shy kid, I feel like that was something that made me feel like empowered and like made me feel like free and so yeah I started writing like quite a lot of um stories just like silly stories in my diary and then I also started writing some some um poetry and I always had like this imaginative dreamy personality as a kid so I would like go for long walks take my notebook like go to a garden like just sit eat strawberries and just write some (laughs) some silly things so I feel like I always loved this like there was always this writer in me (laughs) even though it wasn't like a serious thing and then me and my sister and my cousin also like formed this band called we we called it Powerpuff Girls from this cartoon and we wrote some really silly songs when I was like seven six seven years old and then we called to a local radio station and ask them if we can just sing over the phone the songs they've written. <laughs> so I guess it was always in me to be like, show to the world that this is my creation and I wanted to sing and I wanted to perform. I was always doing it at school. Um, I started like taking lessons and I guess it was, yeah, it came natural to me just express myself in music, even though there was not really like anyone influencing me in my family and then yeah I just realized that it was something that was really close to me and really I, I just needed it as an like to be happy like if I didn't do music for some time I was just like not happy and I I just followed that that um kind of intuition yeah. <laughs> wow that's really interesting to you know you know to have that that creative uh tendency from such a young age you know just talk about going out and finding a garden with a notebook and writing it's, it's quite an idyllic uh sort of impression yeah. of, of of a young writer um I, I really yeah um, yeah I, I'm fantastic so at what point did that that kind of progress then to the point where it was okay you know this this isn't this is more than a hobby this is more than a passion you know outside of a, a nine to five job or whatever this is something that I'm going to pour all of my efforts into um Mm. how you know was there a moment that felt like a I don't know not necessarily a big break but something that felt like okay this is you know I've made my mind up this is what I'm doing this is where I'm focusing all of my efforts from now on yeah so I think after high school 
in Latvia because I'm from Latvia and I was obviously in in the country where there's not really a music industry in such a big scale. So I always knew that I wanted to go somewhere else to study and pursue my career because I always wanted to bring this like Latvian name out of the country and be like, mm. I want to be the first Latvian pop star to to be kind of known for like doing music, but outside um, like my country. So I was always very like dedicated and a bit stubborn to like, if I decided to do something or if I decided to like, get into a university or even though I wasn't like maybe so skilled and amazing, I would make sure that I took all the extra classes, extra like lessons to, to get to, to where I wanted to be. So I decided to apply for universities here in the UK and um, I got in and I was kind of deciding between like music or like some more like serious, like, economics university or degree and I remember talking to my dad and he was just saying like you just have to kind of do what you love and like yeah you just live once and you have to go for it and I was like okay I'm doing music there's no question (laughs) so I think that was a big um decision because moving from like my hometown to London and kind of putting all this like effort into this idea that I'm going to be studying music. I'm going to be making music. I have to make it in the music. And so I felt responsibility to just, you know, work hard and look for new opportunities. And it's not been that easy, but I'm still trying to work hard. And like, Hmm. yeah, I guess just believing in yourself is very important. Yeah. T- tell us about that process of of moving to London uh, from from Latvia. How did you how did you adapt to that? Did you did you come alone? Did you move over with family? Did you have friends here? How how was that for you? And how how did you find adapting to to life at that age in a new country? Mm, yeah, so I guess I was always very adventurous. So the year before I moved, I actually did like a test in the youth like I I moved for three months the summer well the year before I I decided to fully move I tested my move staying here for three months um I found like a friend who had a place here so she rented out her room for those three months and I was like okay I'll gonna try work for find like a summer job I work here see if I like it see how I feel and I did it all by myself there was no one like coming with me my dad was just like yeah go for it I think he always like let me kind of be brave like he encouraged me to just like be independent and be be brave so I think thanks to him (laughs) Uh, I did that and then yeah I went back home after those three months and I was like yeah London was great um my English was also improving so I was like I'm gonna do it so I just have one more year to finish school and then I'm I'm moving and my sister also moved. So she also got um, into a university. Um, and so we both moved, actually. Um, and at that time, my ex-boyfriend also moved <laughs> with me. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't that difficult. But I was the kind of the person who was like, not. I'm not saying like inspiring others to move, but I already knew it before anyone else 
mm. moved. So I was like, this is what I'm doing. It would be great if all of you also come. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was, that was, that was a great move, I think. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. It very, you know, again, this it's quite, it's quite interesting to sort of understand what that process is like to move to a, you know, to another country with the with the intention of coming here to to make it in music in a but you know the fact you've been here for a, a few months before as well you know it sounds like it wasn't a completely alien experience you know coming coming back here sort of permanently yes and it's not that far if you think about it like it's only two and a half hours in the yeah. flight um i mean it is far but i feel like it did, it wouldn't feel the same like if I was going to like US, sure. right? Just it's such a long flight, so it still feels not too far. <laughs> yeah. How, what for you are the most challenging aspects of being uh, an artist in today's music industry? Because you know, I mean, the, the music industry has always been about, to, to to varying degrees, has always been about more than just the music. You have to, you know, there's all the kind of other stuff around it. You have to think about you know, marketing, promotion, content around your music, all that kind of stuff. But it feels like in recent years that has ramped up perhaps more than ever before. I just wondered if you could kind of give us some insights into what it is to be an artist releasing their their debut EP in 2023 and all of the all of the things that you have to juggle outside of just sort of writing, recording and performing music. What what is life like as a new artist in twenty twenty three? <laughs> that's a great question i mean everyone has a different answer but um it is fun to be an artist in 2023 it's definitely not like a very easy thing to juggle and do if you don't have a manager or a label or the but like large budgets to do all your releases um i think in terms of like in general you ask like what's difficult right now i feel like it's the challenge is kind of not being influenced by other artists because there's so much noise out there everyone's doing like this and that and then you come to a point where you start seeing that a lot of artists just are starting to look and same the same so i feel like i i try not to be influenced by a lot of other things going on which is quite difficult because there's social media there's tiktok this and that um, so I think staying unique and authentic is very important in today's world and having your own voice and your own story. Um, but in terms of like work and being an independent artist, I guess you have to find ways to, to sustain the career, to have, you know, different streams of income. You have to probably get a part-time job or a full-time job, depends how much money you need for your releases or that you have saved. I think it's a very kind of entrepreneurial role at this mm. stage. I feel like it's kind of like you have this little startup as an artist and you have to make it like work. So I treat it as like a little, not a little business, but like you have to treat it as like your own yeah. project, your business, your startup. Then you have to like get people invest in you. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be my answer. That's, that's a, I think that's a, that's a brilliant description actually, you know, that kind of, I think, you know, in perhaps in generations gone by, you know, on, on 
entrepreneurial was not kind of a, a, a phrase that you would have necessarily aligned with a kind of singer songwriter person that they seem like two kind of separate worlds but it's absolutely i think how today's market has has developed you you have to see yourself in some ways as 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 a startup business and have that kind of entrepreneurial mindset um and yeah exactly that's a that's a really interesting kind of yeah analogy i think (laughs) um so your first headline show on may the 3rd um Tell us about what we can expect from from that show. Is this going to be, a, you know, a, a solo, you know, p- performance? Is it? Is there a band? Is you know, what's the what's the setup going to be? What can people expect from that gig? Yeah, so I I'm going to be performing with a band for the first time. Um, all of these new songs I haven't performed live with a band, so I'm also very excited to do that. So you can expect a great loud set list (laughs) and some really cool um, musicians performing with me and I also have two guest performers that are amazing artists Um, one is called Gigi Moss she has amazing music out there now Um, one of the songs I really like is called Attention and another artist called Farah she's also super great super talented um, loving her new single Room for Two um and yeah they will perform to support the show we're gonna have a great celebration the ep launch spring summer um so yeah everyone's invited (laughs) fantastic and lastly you know i I know it may seem like an early point to be asking about what's coming next but having described the release of the ep earlier this year and this you know uh first headline show is almost being a, a springboard for what comes next have you had any thoughts um or made any plans for what's going to come throughout the rest of 2023 have you been working on new music at this point do you have any more shows in the pipeline what what can you tell us about about the next the next few months for you uh so the next few months i'm still promoting the the ep and there's a lot of songs to kind of give each song a little bit of a attention and um so there's definitely that continues like playing and promoting the ep i have been working on new music so i'm definitely like as every artist always they we always want to release new music but sometimes you have to like take a step back and be like okay you just put out your ep <laughs> you still have to do some work on that um but yeah, maybe some cool remixes, maybe some collaborations. Um, yeah, I think there is nothing that I could like confirm and say like at this date, this new thing is coming out. But definitely stay tuned um, on my socials. There's definitely going to be more live shows, more performances. Um, so yeah, it's all exciting times. Excellent. Well, Elisa, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to have a chat with us. Really appreciate it. And um, wish you all the best with the EP and with the show. Um, and yeah, who knows? Hope, you know, maybe we'll have you back on again sometime and hear about what's coming next when there's a new release or a, a new tour coming up. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.